You are listening to the Sunnybrook Unscripted Podcast, where we talk real life, answer hard questions, and take a deeper practical look at the topics we talk about on a Sunday morning. To learn more about Sunnybrook Church, including our Sunday gathering times and opportunities throughout the week, visit us online at sunnybrookchurch.org. Today, we are talking with Pastor Jeff Mose. Welcome to the Sunnybrook Unscripted Podcast, where we have a chance to sit down with Pastor Jeff and dive in a little bit further to the topics that he talks about on Sunday morning. Today, we are covering the topic of confession that we spoke about on Sunday, the idea of confession and the role that it should play um, in all of our lives. It's probably good uh, maybe to just start with a general definition of confession. Well, when we say confession, what are we saying? Yeah, one of the things I'd like to confess before we start, it always <laughs> bothers me whenever you call me Pastor Jeff. <laughs> You're dad. welcome to call me Dad. <laughs> um, but the, the word confess literally means to agree with. So in the Greek, the idea of confess is, God, I agree with you, this is sin in my life. <laughs> so we're agreeing <laughs> with what the Spirit of God uh, has brought conviction into our life. It means to agree with. That's what it means to confess. So when you uh, think of confession, is it just confession before God? Is it confession before other people? Is it both? I, I think it's both. Uh, certainly it starts with God. Uh, again, 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive. That's where it starts. And I always think that restores intimacy with God, recognizing, and John chapter 13 is probably the best place in Scripture for this, it's actually the story of Jesus washing the feet of the disciples, but he does this little bit of teaching in the middle of that where he says to Peter, who says, hey, listen, you know, don't wash my feet, then all of a sudden wash all of me. He says, listen, he who is bathed needs only to wash his feet. This is Jesus speaking. In other words, once we come to know Christ as our Savior, our sin is forgiven, the past, the present, the future. But what he's saying with regards to washing our feet is on a daily basis, you and I kind of have the sin of the world on our feet, the dirt mm -hmm. of the world. So in order to restore intimacy with God, there's a constant need for us on a daily basis to come before God in confession to restore that intimacy. Mm -hmm. I, I think it keeps prayer lines open between us and God. It just uh, keeps us in close fellowship mm -hmm. to Him. Uh, so I think daily basis, we need to confess our mm -hmm. sin. That, we're saved. Mm -hmm. Once saved, always saved. Yep. But there's this constant need, I think, to restore intimacy with God. Yep. I remember when I was younger and first kind of learned of the idea of confessing your sins before God, I remember <laughs> laying in bed and trying to go through like everything <laughs> I thought was maybe a sin that yeah. day. What do you confess at all? Do you just try to go through your day and I, list as I many things as you idea. can? I, I actually don't think that's a bad idea. I, I listened to a speaker one time talk about going back on your life and doing that. Hmm. Not only confessing, but then trying to make restitution mm -hmm. of things you had stolen, given back, and hmm. things that you had taken, and all of those kinds of things. There, there was something very healing about that, at mm -hmm. least for me. And, and I think if you can keep sort of this short list because you've been in daily confession, mm -hmm. I, I think it's good in terms of your intimacy with God. Um, it's better if it's done in the moment. Mm -hmm. You don't want to say a harsh word mm -hmm. to, to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, but certainly if it comes at the end of the day, I, I, I kind of want to recount my day too, because yeah. I think it helps you sleep too. Mm -hmm. I, I want to give this all to God and now I want to be able to rest. And yeah. So that's a good way to do it. Confession is probably a word familiar if um, people maybe grew up in the Catholic faith. I think it's one even if you aren't a former Catholic, you kind of associate with the Catholic faith. What's the same, what's different about 
the way we would maybe yeah. do well, confession. Well, I think there was something very good about um, you know Catholics and this idea of confession. At least it it sort of gave you this opportunity on a regular basis mm -hmm. to come before a person and come clean with regards to your sins. So I, I think there was something very good about that. Um, we think, though, most of that comes from the Old Testament, this idea that we confess to a priest, and a priest is sort of this mediator mm -hmm. between us and God. Um, ever since the Reformation, and Reformation is simply this idea of re-going back to form, back to the Word of God. So we mm -hmm. went back to the Word of God and said, Listen, when you know Christ is your Savior, uh, you can go directly to God. You don't need a mediator and a priest. We call it in reform circles the priesthood of all believers mm -hmm. so that I don't have to have somebody represent me before God. I can come directly to God yep. in confession. So I think it was a good practice, mm -hmm. uh, the idea of regular confession, but now you and I have the ability to do that. But I do think it's not only important you go to God, but I do think, as James talks about, it's good for you to find a brother, guys, or a sister, girls, mm -hmm. that you can confess your sins to. There's something about confessing our sins, James says, that brings healing to our lives. I, again, I think it's that idea of taking sin out of the darkness mm -hmm. and bring it into the light that's good for us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, I think I'll confess my sins to God all day long, but I get a little anxiety sitting down with somebody we else do. and confessing so do I. to them. Yeah. Um, so if somebody feels as though, um, you know, they've, they're, they're doing their best to confess their sin before God, but it just keeps happening. It's something that they, it feels like every day you're going to God for forgiveness on the same thing. What's happening there? Is God just not stepping in? Is he not helping? What's going on? Yeah, I, I don't think it's so much God as it is us. I, I, I think God desires, you know, the best scripture on this is 1 Corinthians 10, 13, where it says, no temptation has seized you except what is common to man. Mm -hmm. Meaning temptation is common for yep. all of us. And what you're experiencing, we often think, well, nobody else is going through this. Nope, it's pretty common. Mm -hmm. And then it says this, God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear, but when you are tempted, He always provides for you a way of escape. So I often say in the midst of temptation, you gotta look for a door or for a window to be able to get out. God's always gonna provide that, is, is my understanding of that scripture. So, so I think one of the reasons we confess it to another person is they go, listen, this has been happening, this has been a repeated pattern in your life. We gotta take stronger action. Yep. Uh, so maybe that's something we've been looking at, we shouldn't look at anymore. Maybe we put blocks on our phone or computer. Whatever it is, we've got to take stronger action because repeated sin is going to become this habit in our life that brings us down, that hurts our relationship with God, hurts our relationship with other people. So I think at moments like that when we go, listen, this has become a pattern in my life, then we've got to take stronger actions. And I think you bring a brother or a sister alongside of you in order to do that. Yeah. I've heard uh, people say, and I think I've maybe felt this before too, is sometimes it feels like you're telling God something he already knows. I mean, if he's there for it all, if he was there throughout your day, it almost feels like you're sitting down and telling him something that he already knows. Yeah, I, I think that's true. I think you yeah. are telling him something uh, he already knows. But I think what we can't do with our relationship with God is made it transactional in nature. Well, God knows, so the, it, it's relational. Mm -hmm. So much like... You would never say to your wife, listen, I told you on the day I married you, I loved you. And if anything changes, I'll let you know. <laughs> you, you want to tell her on a regular basis, I love you. I think the same is true with regards to God. There, there's a need for us, even though he already knows, to constantly stay in relationship with him where you and I confess, we agree mm -hmm. with God, this is sin. We acknowledge it. I think even something 
good happens in our hearts, lives, spirit, when we verbalize it before mm. God. Mm-hmm. There, there's something that happens in that that's good. Yep. So obviously we did communion on Sunday. This is something we often link up with confession. And I don't know if everybody necessarily understands the connection there. Can you kind of paint why communion is often linked yeah. to confession? Yeah, communion is a time of remembrance. So the problem often in the Christian life is we forget about what Christ has done for us, his death, his burial, his resurrection. So communion is sort of this picture of going back and reminding us uh, of what Christ means to us. Preparation for that is this idea of confession. So we're coming before God, we're confessing our sin, we're holding this symbol of the body and the blood of Christ to remember that my sins have been forgiven. Um, It's just a regular opportunity to come before God and say, God, here's the sin and the failure of my life. And now, you know, I, I commit again to the broken body due to the shed blood of Jesus Christ. I like that. That's awesome. If you are encouraged by today's talk, be sure to rate us and hit subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you stream your podcast. To experience other talks, videos, and live gatherings, visit us online at sunnybrookchurch.org or download the Sunnybrook Church app. And again, thanks for listening to the Sunnybrook Community Church Podcast.